Keepers! You're listening to another episode of She's a Keepers podcast, and we're your sister hosts, Juanita and Raina Green-Ellis. Did you know that there was more to life than being a wife? Join us as we discuss how we balance being bold believers, wonderful women, and wisdom-filled wives. Hey, Keepers! We would like to welcome you to our very first episode of She's a Keeper podcast, season one, where there is more to life than being a wife. A wife. Okay. All right, sister, let them know our topic for today. Our topic for today is, of course, romantic relationships, specifically. Specifically. Look at me. That's what I get for messing with the saints. This is exactly what I get. This is specifically to be or not to be. Yeah, man. So we're just going to talk to you a little bit today about how we transitioned through um, romantic relationships and basically how we got to like where we are today. Right. Um, Because I know most of you see us as wives, Mm -hmm. right? Because that's what we are. But I think that it's important to kind of like go through our journey um, and so that you also know that you don't have to be perfect, that you don't have to have it all together um, when you finally take that step to become a wife, but that it is a journey and it is a process. Um, So I feel like us sharing our journeys with you, you can kind of see how we were able to kind of like work and push past through all of those things, those good things and those not so good things. (laughs) And, And it's so important like we didn't get here yeah day one yeah. like there were tests trials temptations like yeah this ain't a oh he found me and that's it like right. we, we went through some things too and it's okay yeah um we're on the other side of them but yeah. we're still here to be here for you um yeah. and to support you and to continue to support ourselves right <laughs> So it's like, it's, it's just going to be a conversation. Yeah, so that's so dope. So we're going to go ahead and get started, okay? So let's really just talk about, I guess we can talk about our view mm-hmm. of relationships. Mm-hmm. So like, what was kind of like your idea of what a relationship was? Or maybe did you always have like marriage in mind? Mm-hmm. So I always had marriage in mind. Um, I think that it is common for children of divorce to mm-hmm. either go one or the other way. Like, they're either, like, for marriages or they're just like, I never want to get married. Right. Like, I, I just do not. It's not in the books for me. Right. I don't want to go through that. And I was the other side. Like, I look forward to marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, I, It also happened to me, their divorce. I was young. So I don't remember it. I didn't have anything to do with it. Right. Um, And it's funny because my other, my brother... He's also was for marriage, same family. Um, so for me, marriage was always like on the table, something mm-hmm. I look forward to, planned in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I was, I you was, was that one girl. Of them. I was one. one of, I was that girl, like picking out the colors. What's gonna be the child's name? Well, we can put our names together. That's gonna be cute. Had a whole iPhone list. So yeah, like I was, I was is. always for marriage. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah, that's hilarious. So I'm the complete opposite. <laughs> like I actually so like my parents were never um married. Um and they were only together like kind of like when I came about. And right. then after that, like 
they kind of like split apart. Mm -hmm. um, so I grew up in a single like parent home, basically. Right. Um, so like I saw like my grandparents being married and I knew that kind of like your role, like although my current situation um, is different, like I still want it, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So like my parents are not married, but I know that it's something that I had wanted. Still a desire. Um, yeah, it's still a little desire that I had. Um, but I did not like pick out colors. I was not that girl, you know what I'm saying? Thinking about what like my wedding dress would be. I knew that it would happen. I just didn't know how right. or what that would look like. Um, and I feel like it was always just at the back of my mind. So uh -huh. it did help me <laughs> to like maneuver through situations appropriately, but it was never like See, every relationship. I'm worried about the wrong thing. <laughs> She worried about the right things. I'm worried about the wrong things. I'm picking out colors and not picking out traits, right? So, like, I wasn't at every relationship, like, oh, this is going to be the one. Or, like, this is my husband. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I actually didn't have a lot of, like, actual, like, boyfriends. Uh -huh. I can think of, like, maybe two. Right. And that's including, like, my husband. <laughs> yeah, <her>. so. <laughs> different saints. So, I think it's important to kind of talk a little bit about how our view of mm -hmm. marriage and what we wanted um, played a part in how we, like, dealt with relationships. That's a good one. And <laughs> so, we and I bust me out the closet. <laughs> so, for me, um, mm -hmm. in my mind was, like, uh, stability. Stability, stability, stability. Mm -hmm. And it was financial stability. So, like, I'm not saying gold digger, but I'm saying... I ain't messing with no bro. I ain't messing with no bro. The bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> for the clean sake. Um, but, yeah, like, financial stability was That's huge hilarious. for me. Like, if you don't got a job, what is mm. he talking about? Like, mm. you don't got a car, what is you saying to me? Right. Like... Right. This was in high school, like, you know what I'm saying? So, for me, financial stability, like, oh, he's a great guy, he's got a career that's set up, like, yada, yada, yada. Okay, well, this, right. he could be the one. Like, right. that was that was my thinking. I wasn't considering, like, are we, like, actually compatible? Mm -hmm. Are we actually friends first? Like, right. do we have things, a lot of things in common? Like, it's cool to have a couple of things, mm -hmm. but you got to have something that, you guys can build on as friends. Right. So those weren't the priority. It was like financial stability, um, financial stability, <laughs> <laughs> and like, do we look good together? Like, I like him a lot. Like, yeah. we have fun sometimes. That's like, hilarious. You know? So yeah, that's it, real though. You talking And that, that also comes back to the divorce. I like okay. found that out. It was because um that was a part of it my mom became a single mom uh, um she later remarried but like financial stability was something that my mom always was like no matter what if he ain't you. good you gotta be good like we talked about like make sure you got money on that date on that date just in case you got just to get case. up out of there like my mom was just financial yeah. stability like yeah. take care of yourself yeah and so i was good so in my guy he had to be good too like right. i'm not I'm not about to be the only one. So um, that was a lot of what I um, not necessarily was looking for, but it was kind of like a um, a deal breaker, quite yeah. frankly, in, in those relationships. Yeah, that's really good. Um, I think that 
my like growing up experience did kind of like alter mm-hmm. how I viewed men um, mm-hmm. because I know of course like with my mom being a single mom like I saw a lot of men kind of like depend on my mom mm-hmm. you know so like they mm-hmm. didn't have their own mm-hmm. you know so like they would be staying with us and my mom would be at work going to work and they at home mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and so for me I was like nah bro like that ain't never gonna be me you feel me like right. but I think that it was never like a my man need to be like financially stable it was always like a I'm gonna have my own regardless mm-hmm. but you also gotta have your own because That's what it. I'm not gonna be doing is having you depend on me Right. Like I'm not gonna be dependent on you, so you're not gonna be dependent yeah. on me. Like yeah. so, like we're gonna be equal, and I think that that's funny because I see that even in my marriage today, mm-hmm. like we are very equal, like mm-hmm. we both hold our own. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And so for me, that was such a big thing. Like, but like I never, like that was never also like uh like at the forefront. Always, mm-hmm. it was always just like, okay, do I like him? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? How does he make me feel? Mm-hmm. Like, do I really like like this conversation? Mm-hmm. I really like the way that we interact with one another. You know what I'm saying? And so for me, I was always focused on that, like Mm -hmm. our chemistry and how we would work and things like that, which I think that I should have focused equally on both, right? Because then I wouldn't have like fell into some things and I wouldn't have stayed in some things if I didn't have like, no, he don't got his own. You know what I'm saying? Or, like, he don't got no vision for the future. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never thought about that. Mm -hmm. You know? I never thought about, like, a man knowing what he wanted to be when he grew up except for, like, a famous football player. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's every That was every guy's dream at that time, like, when we were growing up. Like, they gonna go to the NFL. Football, basketball. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, like, that to me was like, oh, my God, I might be a football I'm going to every game, you feel me? But it was just like, okay, that's dope, right? Like, let's say you're going to the NFL, but, like, can you read your contract? You know what I'm saying? Do you actually know and understand what that means? You know what I'm saying? What's going to happen? What else do you bring to the table besides picking up a ball and running with it? Right. Or tackling somebody, you know what I'm saying? Because Or what's after that? Or what's after that? Because A lot of times after that, they're not sure if something happens to them, they get hurt. And that's what I'm saying. And, like, God forbid that happens, right? But even let's just say you play out a whole, like, a whole career, right? The average football player probably, like, um, retires after, like, 15 15 years for real, 10 to 15 years. Yeah. So it's just like, now what? What you doing after? Now what? Mm-hmm. You feel me? We 35, about to be 40. That's good. And you don't got nothing to live for but the fact that you went to the NFL. That's good. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I think that for me was not a big deal at the time. It was like, you know, everybody wanted to be that girl. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was really big. I, like, I feel like when we were growing up, it wasn't that long ago, but mm-hmm. like that was a thing. Like, oh, yeah. you are the ball player. Yes, yeah. you are that girl. Like, but I always had in my heart, and this is how God works. I always had in my heart, like, am I just going to be that? Mm. Like, am I just going to be his mm-hmm. girlfriend? Like, am I just going to be the one that supports him? Right. Even at that time, I didn't know what I wanted to be in life. And, you know, all the many businesses that I feel like God had later revealed to me. I didn't know then, Mm -hmm. you know. But I just knew, like, that wasn't good enough for Mm -hmm. me. It wasn't good enough for me to just be, like, your girl. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's saying it's rooting for you. But, like, what about me? Yeah. You know? I I would say the same. I think, um... Like, my relationship, my, like, high school, like, it was senior year, like, 
it was kind of like a like people were asking like so are you gonna stay with him like when you go to college I mean possibly <laughs> like I'm going to college like I'm not uh... I'm not going to limit myself like I'm not going to not for, for lack of a better word I'm not gonna dumb myself down right, right. to to stay in a situation just because like that's what's comfortable or that's what's yeah. normal like I'm still gonna go and get mine yeah. I'm still gonna have my education so that I'm not just somebody's girlfriend yeah. I'm not just somebody's friend just somebody's wife yeah like there had to be more mm -hmm. um and I think that separation was probably the best decision I ever made yeah leading up to those next relationships and leading up to who I then became where yeah. I couldn't be stifled by like a relationship or stifled by people's ideas of a relationship mm. like what is that supposed to look like so yeah. that's good like, so let's talk a little bit about how we did maneuver through those relationships mm -hmm. um because I know for me <laughs> it's very different from how I maneuver in my marriage right. and even the relationship that I had with my husband prior oh, to sure. us getting married oh, so sure. I can start I feel like for me a lot of my relationships were always about him Mm. like right and this is not like the relationship that I'm talking about with my husband I'm talking about all the relationships prior to that mm -hmm. it was always like like I'm a pleaser right like not in the gutter guys I'm not talking about that I was actually mm -hmm. a virgin mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm okay. a pleaser though right so like I like to make people feel good mm -hmm. like that's one of the gifts that I have I like to help people I like to serve people um Actually, like, my grandmother kind of, like, instilled that in me because, like, she would always be, like, make sure you serve your husband, you know what I'm saying, honor your husband, like, mm -hmm. cook him dinner and things like that. So, like, that was always, like, in my mm -hmm. mind. And I always knew, and this is about to be crazy, I always knew that I was a wife before mm -hmm. I got married. Like, I, al I always knew that, that there had to be something in me first before I even took that vow to mm -hmm. that next level, if mm -hmm. that makes sense. So, in those relationships, though, I felt like I lost myself. Because I was so consumed with like, do you like this? Do you like this about me? What about this? Do you need yeah. this? Do I, can I help you with this? Yeah. Oh, you don't like when I talk to him? Okay, but I really like him. Like, he's really my friend, but you don't want me to talk to him? Oh, mm. Okay, you don't want me to wear this? Oh, okay, but I really like to wear that. Like, I, wow. I get it, but like, you know what I'm saying? So like, all that I was, was invested in them, right? Mm -hmm. And that also stems, like, if I can just be honest from like, me not having my father in my life. So it right. was just like, you know, especially growing up, it would be like, he would be in and out. So like, whenever I would have those moments where my father would do me dirty, so to speak, like, and my man is right there, it's like, I'm vulnerable. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm open to things that I wouldn't originally have been open to yeah. prior to that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And unfortunately, like, he took advantage of that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, he knew that I needed him. Right. right? And that was something that I, like, Looking back, I hated yeah. like the fact that I thought that I needed a man, that I needed someone to love me that yeah, way. Yeah, I needed to be someone, someone. Yeah, yeah, like that I needed that, right? Don't get me wrong, like I still like the fact that I am that, right? Mm -hmm. But like I don't need that to fulfill me is right. what I'm saying. Like we can enjoy those things and those things are great, mm -hmm. but like that that's not what makes us us. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so it wasn't until God told me like like leave 
you know, because being in those situations, you don't think that it's toxic. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You think that this is normal. This you think this arguing every yeah. other day is fine. That's you think, love. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You think him checking your passwords and you checking his DMs and all the other stuff is normal. That ain't normal, know. baby. That ain't normal. Like, that's not that's not cool. If you even have to, like, second guess that, then you, you just go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I feel like for me... It wasn't until God was like, leave, and I actually left, mm -hmm. like, completely, right? It took me a couple of times, so I'm going to be 100, I'm going to be 100 with you, you know? Um, but it wasn't until God told me to leave that I actually left, and I realized what it did to me. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that was my turning point. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Um, that's awesome. I think the part about you being a pleaser is somewhat similar for me. Mm -hmm. I wasn't fully myself in relationships mm -hmm. until um I met my husband and it and it was partially because it was kind of like do I want to give all of myself can I give all of myself mm -hmm. are they going to accept all of me yeah do I even want to know if they don't like so kind of like closed off you were already closed guarded. off mm -hmm. it was kind of like this is how much you get of me this wow. is how much you don't okay and it was a part of like, you're not about to break me. You're not about to break my heart. I didn't want to allow myself to be vulnerable. Wow. Like, vulnerability was not it for your girl. Like, right. it was. That's a, crazy. It, it's literally the opposite. The opposite. Like, it was scary to be vulnerable. Like, wow. that whole, like, texting back fast, the devil. <laughs> Literally, That's until hilarious. I met my husband, and it was because I never felt fully myself. I never wow. felt comfortable okay. just being Raina. Like, I right. felt like I had to be Raina and this, or Raina and mm. that, or try to fit in that mold. Right. And so that's why I said, well, like, that college relationship, um... I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go to college. That's I'm going to be a college girl. I'm going to get my education. But I still kind of fell into, like, mm. still molding myself around somebody where I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to let you get too close. Right. But it's also like, well, but if you want to be a part of my life, okay, well, I'll take that part of you. It was, mm. it was very much that. And I say I wasn't comfortable until I met my husband because he was so vulnerable. Like, my husband... Wow. Where is his heart on his sleeve? It's especially with me. And so that made That's me good. feel so comfortable okay. to be vulnerable. Like, right. listen, double, right. triple text. Nice. Okay? Texting them back. <laughs> and what you thinking? And what do you think? And what you mean? That's like, dope. That's we, dope. <laughs> and it's so crazy. Like, we have not, since we met in person, we have not gone a day without talking to each other. Wow. Like, it's the vulnerability. It's yeah. the openness. It's the... My husband takes all of me, lumps, bumps, bruises, attitude, Love and it. that wasn't available before. Like, okay. it, it wasn't available. I felt like, oh, if they saw this, then they would not want me right. or they would not like me. So that's wow. what kept that vulnerability low. Mm -hmm. It was just like, well, I'm not going to show too much emotion. Right. I'm not going to be that emotional girl. I'm not going to be that clingy girl. I'm right. not going to be that open girl because in my mind, right. leaving yourself open left you vulnerable. Wow. Um, and part of that, I'm kind of grateful that I was because 
I could have really been in some situations right. getting my heart broken over and yeah. over and over again. Um, and part of that is not necessarily from the divorce, but not having that presence of my father. Mm -hmm. Like there was a lack of a vulnerability with a man because I didn't have That's that. I didn't good. know that vulnerability. Yeah. And it's not that he wasn't present. It's just we weren't that close right. to have those conversations. Like, right. I was vulnerable with my brother, right. but that's my brother. Right. Like, he knows everything, but it's just like having it with an outside man and being open. Mm -hmm. it, it wasn't something I was into <laughs> at all. No, nah, nah. Hey, Keepers! Thanks for listening to another episode of She's a Keeper podcast by your sister hosts, Juanita and Raina Green-Ellis. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Also, follow us on Instagram at She's a Keeper podcast for daily content. And remember, there's more to life than being a wife.